1: Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys are scratching the surface on virtual and augmented reality, its uses in and out of the classroom, and connected classrooms. Are you connected? We've also got an East Initiative update, all that and more up next on EduTech Guys. EduTech Guys Radio. Radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site is program for those in participants are not intended to
0: and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of Edutech Guys Radio. I'm David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Awesome. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's going to be a great show. Uh, going to have some good talk about
0: something I know very little about. Well, that'll <laughs> make two of us and it'll be an awesome show. <laughs> I'm going to ask David questions and he's going to school me on AR, VR, BR, DR, TR, AR, Anyway, you know what I'm getting at. BR 549. Hey, bing, bing, bing. We've got a winner. (laughs) Hey, listen, check us out on the web www.edutechguys.com. You can actually just go out to Google, type in Edutech Guys, E D U T E C H G U Y S, and you will find us anywhere. We're everywhere.
1: All around the world. Statues (laughs) crumble. Oh, sorry. Uh, Yeah, that's (laughs)
0: wrong show. No. The, uh, <laughs> I thought we were doing the lyrics thing. Oh, are you doing the lyrics thing? <laughs> no. <not. laughs> well, you know, you need to beat it. So um, <laughs> <laughs> remember, EduTech guys. Hey, Jude. <laughs> EduTech guys. It's got a U in it. E-D-U. Because without
1: you. It's just EdTech. There you go. <laughs> Which Did I ever tell you my dad actually grew up with a guy whose name is EdTech? No. I know. I would love to get him on the show just because. I just think it would be awesome. I'd like to see it in a phone book. Yeah, that'd be cool. Ed, Ed tech. tech. Yeah.
0: Hey, remember to just check us out on the web. You can go to the website. You can go down to the bottom, and you'll find our little contact form. Fill it out and tell us who you are and all that kind of good stuff. And if you ever want to come on this show, you can uh, get onto our site. Contact us at our hit com slash guys, and sign up for a show. And we'd love to have you on as a guest also, we love making the show and we love visiting with educators and hearing their stories at events all across the nation. Help us continue spreading the love by sponsoring either the show, a conference appearance, or both. Just visit edutechguys.com/sponsors to find out how you can help the ed- keep the Edutech Guys train a rolling and a choo choo choosing to be your podcast of choice. There you go. Choo choo choosing. <laughs> Made me think of Valentine's Day and this is actually our Valentine's Day show.
1: Oh, it is! Happy Valentine's Day, everyone out there, or not? If that's not your thing, I always remember
0: there was a you know the little choo-choo train, you know, Valentine's, and it says "I choo-choo choose you." Oh, uh, yes. I think that was on a Simpsons episode, actually. I, I don't I don't really have a clue. Me either. <laughs> it's gonna be a funny, loving, good time show today for Valentine's Day. Good time. Wait, didn't send? Was it say Valentine's? Who drove the snakes out of Ireland? Was that Tim? I've lost you compl- was it St. Patrick? I have no idea.
1: Wasn't that St. Patrick? Wasn't that he wasn't Did he the he drive snake snakes? guy?
0: Oh, I'm I so know. sorry well, I don't know we, the patron saint of to... snake driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Yee-haw! laughs> I wonder who the that the patron saint of cat herding is. <laughs> now see I'm, it sounds like I'm making fun of it I'm not. I just that was uh, I St. Valentine. All I know is about the massacre. That's the only thing in Chicago when they shot up all the gangsters.
1: Oh, yeah. F- yeah, that's right. Man.
0: Who knew Not- that years later they would be selling
1: cards and Valentine flowers <laughs> for a gangster well, murder? And it, how, how funny that, that we know exactly what that is, but who St. <laughs> Valentine is and St. Patrick we and which one was to the save snake? Our lives. And I don't know. It's- hey, all of that takes us right
0: into today's topic, virtual reality. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We seem to be living in a virtual reality as we You know, we,
0: speak. One, uh, we, uh, we like to talk about the conferences we've been at. In every conference we go to now, uh, anything to do with tech integration in a classroom and expanding a student's knowledge and expanding their learning capabilities in a classroom, you cannot uh, turn left or right without bumping into VR
1: and AR. because. And if you're wearing the headset, literally. Literally. It's a Tyrannosaurus Rex in my living room. <laughs> and you're and you're trying to run away physically and you run into the wall. Or the worst thing, when you are using a VR headset that is connected to a computer <laughs> and you and you physically, you know, move or, or try to dodge something and the headset is tethered, (laughs) therefore it has a limited range. Mm -hmm. You however keep going and suddenly, you know, you're (laughs) pulling stuff off your head. How'd you break your neck,
0: sir? (laughs) It's a VR headset.
1: It's a a VR incident.
0: Yeah. First I Ripped it off the, the, the unit and about broke my neck, and then my wife hit me upside the head with it. So, you know, it's yeah, a, so, a twofer. At that point, it becomes augmented. Yeah, aug- <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So, no, really, uh, v- virtual reality, it brings a lot to the classroom. Um, if you haven't played with it or if you thought, ah, oh, this is just a fad or this is something that's, you know, I couldn't use in my classroom. Whoa, 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 you're wrong. Um, you could use it in your classroom. Um, it's right off the top of the bat field trips. Here's the interesting thing about the 21st century to me and students. Um, to them, why do I need to go there in real life when I can just go there in VR? You know, I can see pictures of it. Well, now I can put on a headset and I'm standing in you know, Yellowstone National Park watching the, the fire. Uh, uh, you know, the fire uh, uh, waterfall, you know, the one that, that lights up at sunset, you know, because the way the sun
1: comes through. Oh, cool. Like no, yeah. I,
0: I actually didn't know what. I think, oh, okay, I, think cool. I, I don't know its actual name. It just shows you that the edge of tech. It's education. probably like firefalls or something. It's like like one of like four things we don't know. Um, But, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was four. And beside it it's How a... How many zeros were that? It's yet? a one. It's a little one in like 18 zeros. Yeah, so yeah. Four to Times the... Times 10 to the... Four to the 10 googleth or there, whatever. There you yeah. go. 10 to giggle. I giggle. We do that a lot too. How much is a giggle? A a little more, a little less than a laugh. On this show, it's free.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh! I
0: see what you did there. Anyway, virtual trips, uh, virtual field trips are a lot of fun, and you don't nowadays you don't have to even have uh, real expensive gear, and and it's been that way for I guess the last couple of years. Uh, You know, Facebook's uh, Facebook, yeah, Facebook's doing a lot of work even here in Arkansas by Mm -hmm. providing Oculus Rifts for a lot of schools, but. You can get a Google Cardboard design and build just some stuff and stick a cell phone in it, and you're rocking and rolling. Um, it is really neat to immerse yourself fully in a virtual world with the audio and, and the ability to control some aspects of it. And sure. That's really neat. Oculus Rift and Samsung and several of them make some really neat pieces.
1: Well, and you know the thing with you know, when you put on a VR headset versus just looking at a picture of something, I, I like to take, for example, um, either like the Arch In St. Louis or the Eiffel Tower or Roman Colosseum, right? You can look a picture of it and you see there's people there and you get a general sense of scale, okay? But when you put on a VR headset and you are standing at the arch or at the Eiffel Tower, and you're at the base and you have to physically tilt your head upward in order to see where the heck the top went. I mean, you really, at that point, you're, you know, you are in it. You get that full sense of scale because you are completely immersed in that experience.
0: And that's really cool because you're right. I think in that whole aspect of the size and the scope of where you are makes Mm -hmm. a big dent, the big difference. You can look at a picture and You know, they can go, here's Mount Rushmore and here's a normal human standing beside you. That's one thing. But if you're standing at it, looking at it, you know, in real life or virtually where you have to, wow, I have to crane my neck up. That's that's huge. Right. That's that's a massive piece of rock. Yes. With presidential faces etched on it. (laughs) How did they
1: do that? It's a big 3D printer. Huge! It's a rock printer, rock three D printer, rock printer from the from the Flintstones. Yeah, we
0: you you say that, but think there will be a generation that asks how that was done. Did they do that with, you know?
1: Well, we
0: do that now with pyramids.
1: Oh yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, especially that was especially an alien three D printer. We don't yeah, know. <laughs> well, especially the passageways <laughs> and all the stuff under the pyramids. That's you know, yeah, the pyramids that we see on top. Yeah, there's some you know speculation or whatever. You know, aliens. Okay, uh, but the, all the different passageways underneath, and and some of the, I don't know, just some of the intricate details that mm. go into those passages. You're like, how did they even do that? Well,
0: yeah, think about it. they they find stuff inside there that was moved, that was in there that couldn't have been moved through the passages. Yes. So it's like, did they print it in here? Aliens <laughs> did. <laughs> so it had to be aliens printing it inside <laughs> it when they were printing it.
1: There you go. Okay. Yeah. So. Anyway. We just solved the. But
0: you know, I mean, think life about life, universe. I can't wait till they have that that kind of neat thing where you have this device. It's some kind of super photon laser cutter, and you go to a mountain, and you stick it on the side of the mountain, and go, great, and it carves Snoopy in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
1: of, of all the things, three you weeks could later, carve into the side of a mountain.
0: Snoopy and Woodstock. Okay. Well, okay. Snoopy and Woodstock. We have a Schultater here, people. <laughs> I just, I just think it's funny that of all the things
1: picks. in the world, that's what you pick. I, you know, okay, we're, famous people. I'm sorry, I,
0: I, I took the exit. We stopped at Stuckey's. We had the pecan log, and I, I'm sorry, we got way off topic. And now <laughs> we're going to pull back on the interstate here. No, you went, you went Snoopy Woodstock. We stopped at Bucky's. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> so, really, um, you know, virtual reality. Though, if you watch the Winter Olympics here lately, if you watch the opening, they had some amazing virtual reality usage in live television. Um, so, you know, they're showing all this cool stuff and then suddenly these stars lift off the ground and fly into the sky and then hover there and create this dome and this starscape around what's happening on this giant stage that, you know, Samsung's illuminated with all this cool stuff anyway. But, you know, it's, and it's interesting because when I saw it, I was like, wow, how did they do that? Is that like some fishing line or something holding <laughs> that up there? And then Katie Couric comes on and goes, well, that's for the people at home. You're seeing stuff that we hear and you know, at the site we mm-hmm. can't see
1: and it's VR stuff. Yeah. And I well, was just like, what? That yeah. Well, and and and, you know, and and that actually brings up an interesting topic, because at that point, you're actually really you're talking more augmented reality than virtual reality. Right. Right. Because it's live with
0: virtual reality in it. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, that so brings us it's to kind of it's
1: kind of the blending of those. You know, when 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 I am in and, and viewing. Uh, something through a piece of equipment, whether it's it's a phone in Google Cardboard or whether I'm wearing an Oculus Rift, although that's a little different. Um, generally, generally, it would it would need to be something a, a device that has a camera attached, that, mm-hmm. so that it can show you what's currently reality, and then augmenting that with whatever effects are going on, like the little balls that flew up in the air, or. Yeah. You know, whatever other things are going. On. I didn't see the opening ceremony, so I'm not sure what all that covered but but um, of course there's a whole lot of talk of things like Microsoft HoloLens and and other augmented realities where you know you 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 put on the headset or you're looking through your phone at the table and you are playing a game uh, involving, these animated characters that are running all over the table but they're actually only doing it through the augment augmentation of your phone but what's really cool is that it's it's becoming so advanced that if you are playing on a table surface and your tank rolls off the quote-unquote edge of the table in reality virtually it knows that's the edge of the table and down it goes i mean it's just It is so crazy.
0: That is great. You know, I think my favorite part about augmented reality right now is the fact that you could go to you could have an entire conference, an exhibit hall with just tables and blank walls. And when you pick your phone up or you put on your goggles or whatever you do, everything is there virtually. Yeah. Augmented into reality. There's signs and there's devices and there's robots and there's code flying by. And you see this just massive, cool thing. You you take it off, and it's just two guys sitting at a table with two microphones. You know, and so it's like, where'd all the stuff go? That's just really cool to me that we're getting to that interesting point where the Google Glass thing and, you know, there's several shows out now on Netflix uh, um, that are really interesting that look at the future that way, where people have certain contacts in their eye. Oh, yeah. And they see, you know, you see all this overlay, kind of what Google Glass was is hoping or was hoping or is hoping to eventually come, mm-hmm. where, you know, you've got that overlay going on, so you're seeing all this stuff in real time. Kind of like
1: a minority report coming exactly. to life.
0: Yeah. It's, I think it's I think it's not far away. I think it's we're going to see that. But one of the cool things we did see at FETC was augmented rea- reality used to create sets, create three-dimensional yes. sets. Yes. So that the kids could interact in those sets. I mean, you know, there's, I mean, how many, we talk about this a lot. We talked about this on a virtual reality show before about the Globe Theater. But, you know, we didn't even take it as far as it's come to this point. So now you could build the Globe Theater stage in 3D in in an augmented reality set. And then the students can interact inside it. Yeah. So they're on the stage At the Globe Theater.
1: Well, and and what's really cool is, so leading into our next, you know, know, kind of the, the, the other, one of the other things that we were wanting to cover is the whole idea of connected classrooms. So if you have you know you've you've got your augmented reality pieces so you've got the students who in in your example they've they've created this virtual globe theater you have students in the room who are using augmented reality to be on the stage but then you take a step further and now you've connected to classrooms in i don't know England and India and Australia and they're all attached you know through whatever mechanism that would be all also participating in the augmented reality. So now you have this whole group of students who are physically not next to each other, but through virtual and augmented reality and the connected classrooms, they're all up on stage performing together. Yeah, that's really cool. that's
0: freaking awesome. Well, think about it. You know, you've got your whole quiz bowl contestant stage with all the stuff, and everybody looks like they're on the same stage. You know, you've got your own. And so – you know, there's the, the spectators, the rest of the class watching the interaction are seeing it as just like we did for the Olympic opening. We're seeing sure. something that you're not even seeing there live, but you're still getting that experience. That's, right. I tell you, that's a connected classroom wise. That really puts it in a, a really neat, you know. Well, and think about that. You know we say we're from arkansas and we build a virtual augmented environment of what it looks like here the trees uh you know the the because it's you know southwest arkansas is a beautiful place a lot of big trees a lot of big pines Mm -hmm. and for someone in you know australia living in the outback they don't see that. Right. And so you know and we don't see the deserts that they have or the outback or anything like it. It would be really neat for connected classrooms to see what those students are seeing on their in the Sydney Opera House or you know yeah. the Arkansas River or you know something like that. Yeah, exactly. That's really pretty cool. You're right. That, that takes connected classrooms to a whole new level. And the beautiful part about all of this is is that there is that percentage of students in your classroom that love the interaction and that they love, you know, being part of it, but there's a huge percentage that want to build it and they want to code it right and they want to know how do i make this and how to, and they're the ones that take it to the next level they're the ones that come to this country and go okay i want to do what they did in 19, in the early 1970s i want to take a heavy rocket and put a car in space right you know, i mean we're, that's where we're back to now it's like i want to do this and think at one point the idea of being an astronaut was slowly dwindling pretty quickly when nasa said well we're done
1: doing that mm-hmm.
0: and now look where we are all of a sudden
1: Oh yeah, we're oh, right back in the middle of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's been a huge uh, increase in the interest of space exploration mm-hmm. and, and rocket building, and you know all that and,
0: stuff. And now they can do it all in a virtual environment. And I, I truly believe I, I've not visited any of these labs, but I have this sneaking suspicion that virtual and augmented reality are being used in development and research at a level that we can't comprehend right oh, now.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely.
0: But, you know, you know, it saves millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's safe. You're still getting you're you're getting even more precise mathematics from it, really. You know when yeah. you're re-rendering it, and you're rendering this, you're getting the exact you know calculations, and it's all about the right math, is what it all comes down to.
1: Well, and then you look at other fields look at look at what they're doing with uh, augmented reality and things like surgery, mm-hmm. you know, and and other things that they're doing in biological sciences, and 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 for that matter, you know, earth sciences, and you know the things they're doing with Augmented reality and virtual reality in terms of archaeology, yeah. and you know we were talking about pyramids and stuff earlier, and it's amazing the stuff that, oh, they're, that they're rebuilding. Doing. Yeah. yeah,
0: they're just going, "Hey, we can rebuild this entire you know city, lost city underneath the Mediterranean." Virtually, so you can walk the streets again.
1: Yeah, that's really crazy. It's it's amazing.
0: Crazy stuff. So, yeah, if you have some great stuff you'd like to share, you'd like to come on the show and talk to us about VR, AR, connected classrooms, remember, go out to calendly, c a l e n d l y dot com slash guys, and sign up or just reach out to us, Jeff or Dave, id (laughs) Jeff or David at edutechguys.com or you can go to the website com. go down to the bottom and fill out the contact form we'd love to hear from you we'd love to have you on the show
1: awesome hey you know what we're going to do is we're going to uh, step aside and we're going to let the folks from the east program here in arkansas update you with the latest east initiative update
2: we'll be right back hello everyone i'm spencer watson with the east initiative welcome to the east update this week, we we're taking a look at East in Action by way of an East project in progress at Don Roberts Elementary School in Little Rock. Here's Lakeithia Wiley, a parent, recalling how she was approached about a project to help her daughter, Naraya One
3: day uh, after school, me picking up the girls and uh, Ms. McBride actually approached me and she um, told me that her girls in the East program have come up with this wonderful idea um, to 3D print Nariah some thumbs and would I be you know okay with it and of course I'm like yeah I would!
2: <laughs> you heard that right. These e-students wanted to 3D print a set of thumbs for Naraya, a classmate who was born without them. These Elementary school students decided to 3D print a set of prosthetic thumbs. To do it, they're working with a business, Hanger Prosthetics, which scanned the thumbs of a classmate with similar sized hands to Nariah's. But that's not all they're doing. Here's East facilitator Carmen McBride.
4: We have started to design a brace to attach the thumb to, and so that's what my students are working on right now, and we're in kind of like the Fourth prototype stage, <laughs> where we're trying to figure out like the straps and where the thumb's going to go. And so right here, you can see that they're actually 3D printing another brace to try to get a better scan. And we have a different type of filament that we're going to use to try to print this out of. That's a softer, more bendable filament. It's called flexible filament. And we're going to try using that so that it doesn't rub her hand when it's around her wrist and around her thumb. Um, and then we have to figure out a way to attach the thumb to the to the model. And so. That'll be a challenge in and of itself as well. So it's all of that. We do plan to have it done by the end of the year.
2: This is what happens when you give students technology and you tell them to use it in service to the community. They will decide to change the world.
4: This program is so interesting because the students come up with projects that are extremely out of the box, and your knee jerk reaction is to say, mm, I don't think you can do that. But when you say, okay let's try and let's research and let's see what's out there it's kind of amazing to see what what they can find after researching and seeing what's available and then with the technology we have in this classroom the sky really is the limit I mean they can I mean the company we're working with doesn't even have 3D printers and they're like okay we'll send you the scans and you guys can print it there so it's it's been pretty cool to see what they really are of. Last year, we 3D printed a um, yearbook for blind students. So that was a pretty out-of-the-box one. And so since we did that project, I feel like it's it's kind of opened us up to like some just crazy stuff. And now when they come up with stuff, I'll say, okay, let's do it, let's try. I mean, why not?
2: Why not indeed? Naraya's life has been one of adaptation, of finding ways to hold a pencil or eat her food or button her shirt, all without the use of her thumbs. She's managed, even thrived in finding her own ways to do things. Still, why not change a life forever if given the chance?
3: The end result of her actually getting them on her hand and being able to give those two thumbs up that day, that's gonna be the greatest feeling ever. Going from 11 years of nothing to actually having something that she could use in everyday life, it's life-changing.
2: If you are interested in knowing more about the East Initiative, from information on student projects to the professional development services we offer to educators of all kinds, please visit www.eastinitiative.org or just search for East Initiative on social media. If you are interested in finding out how to get an East classroom for a school near you, please contact eastinfo at eaststaff.org. That's E-A-S-T-I-N-F-O at E-A-S-T-S-T-A-F-F dot O-R-G. Special thanks to Naraya and Lakeithia Wiley, as well as Carmen McBride and the students of East at Roberts Elementary School. The music you've been hearing is called Purple, P-U-R-P-L-3, by Nathan Dungan of East at Viola High School. Again, I'm Spencer Watson, and that's the East Update.
0: Hey, thanks, Spencer. That's wonderful to hear what's going on with the East Initiative here in Arkansas and around the country. We want to thank East Initiative for always providing us with some timely, very informative updates. You can catch them on the web at www.eastinitiative.org. And you can also find them on Twitter at East Initiative. There you go. Join them. Listen to them, watch them. Their website's great. They happen to have their uh, East Con- their East Conference coming up in March, um, which these two guys will be
1: at. Yeah, we're going to be uh, at the East Conference lo- providing live conference coverage. And uh, that is going to be, uh, in, like Jeff said, in March mm-hmm. uh, from Hot Springs, from the Convention Center. So really looking forward to uh, hanging out. That's going to be March 13th through the 15th. And uh, what's what's really exciting about that to me is, you know, a lot of these conferences, we mostly talk to educators and and I love talking to educators. Absolutely do. But at something like the East Initiative, then we get to take it another step and really put the students in the hot seat and talk to the students about what they're doing and what's going on. And and specifically in this case, what are some of the projects that they came up with? and how those projects are impacting their community.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And these kids are real go-getters. You're going to hear some really cool stuff that they do in the East Initiative.
1: Yeah, that's going to be really cool. And then uh, in June, we are going to be uh, at the... uh, Histi the Hot Springs Technical Institute or Technology Institute, Technology Institute yep. uh, and that is also in Hot Springs. Well, yep. I guess so, wow. since so it's the Hot Springs. Hot but Springs. <laughs> so they, how smart I is.
0: <laughs> End of July, we'll be up in Minneapolis, Minnesota yeah. at Flipgrid Live 2018. We're looking forward to going to that one. Um, and there's a lot of stuff coming in between. Just make sure you stay in tune with us on the website or on Twitter or social media. You can find out where you can catch us live.
1: Awesome. Awesome. It's been a great show, Dave. Hey, it has, man. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm David Henderson. I'm Jeff Madlock. You've been listening to Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site of this program are those who
0: are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency.
1: There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it but do they actually do all those things you need flexible time
0: when added into your master schedule flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention meet with teachers make up work get physical exercise and try new enrichment offerings
1: if you're thinking of giving it a try check out my flex learning which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges its intuitive design and sis integration makes implementation and training